As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. A legend of Colombian football has passed away. Freddy Rincon who captured the country's hearts as part of three beloved World Cup squads in the 1990s, died this week after being involved in a car accident. Felipe Cardenas is here to discuss Rincon's legacy and what made him the player he was. From The Athletic, I'm Alex Abnos, and this is Soccer Every Day for Friday, April 15th. First, a quick TV guide for this weekend. We're not doing the usual full hour-by-hour guide through the whole weekend because Brooks Peck is on vacation, taking a much-deserved break, but I can give you a small handful of games to keep an eye on each day, starting with today, Friday. Actually, kind of a huge day in the Serie A title race. The two main contenders at this point are Inter and AC Milan. Inter plays at 1 p.m. against Spezia, that is on Paramount+, Plus, and AC Milan plays right after them at 3 p.m. versus Genoa, that is also on Paramount+. Plus. Napoli is kind of the third contender in this race. They've had some results go against them in recent weeks, so it would take a little bit of a comeback for them to get the title, but they play on Monday against Roma. Tonight, in the NWSL Challenge Cup, Kansas City Current hosts Houston Dash. That game is on CBS Sports Network at 8 p.m. And then at 10.06 p.m. in Liga Emekis, Tijuana versus America. That is on ESPN Deportes. Both teams have had kind of rough starts, and they're looking to rebound, so there could be a lot to play for there. Moving on to Saturday, obviously the big game here is the FA Cup semifinal. Manchester City versus Liverpool might not be the last time we get this matchup, depending on how the Champions League goes. But this, of course, is a one-off FA Cup semifinal. The winner plays the Chelsea Crystal Palace winner. Uh, There are some injury doubts for Manchester City. Kevin De Bruyne and Kyle Walker both were injured or came off with injuries against Atletico Madrid. So we'll see what happens there. Once again, that is at 10.30 a.m. on ESPN+. Clearly the game of the day to watch. There are also some interesting ones later on in North America at 8 p.m. Chicago Fire taking on LA Galaxy. That is obviously a match between two big stars, Chicharito and Zardan Shakiri. That Again, that is on ESPN Plus at 8 p.m. or on your local network if you happen to live in either the Chicago or Los Angeles markets. At 10 p.m., Cruz Azul taking on Guadalajara Chivas on 2 de Ene. 
Lastly, on Sunday, we have four pretty good games happening at 1.30 p.m. Bayer Leverkusen versus RB Leipzig, both really good teams, both in Champions League places in Bundesliga. That is on ESPN Plus at 1.30 p.m. At 11.30 a.m., of course, the other FA Cup semifinal, Chelsea versus Crystal Palace. That is on ESPN Plus. 6 p.m., OL Reign versus Angel City and the NWSL Challenge Cup. That is on CBS Sports Network. And if you want to start off your day with maybe the, one of the oldest and most famous rivalries in all of soccer, Celtic versus Rangers in the Scottish FA Cup semifinal on ESPN+. That one will be worth getting up for. Okay, now on to my conversation about Freddy Rincon with Felipe Cardenas. Okay, on today's edition of Soccer Every Day, we cover a little bit of a sad story, not even a little bit of a sad story, a very sad story. Freddy Rincon, Colombian legend, a striker, died this week in a car accident. Uh, he played in three World Cups for Colombia in 1990, 94, and 1998. He scored 17 goals in 84 games for Colombia, also had a distinguished club career for Real Madrid, Napoli, uh, in Colombia with Santa Fe, America de Cali, in Brazil with Palmeiras and Corinthians. I have today with me Felipe Cardenas, who I, I guess it would be accurate to say grew up a big fan of, uh, of Freddy Rincon, along with uh, so many other pe- Colombians and people of Colombian descent. Uh, Felipe, if you, to start off, you know, when you heard that Rincon was in this accident and that he had finally passed away uh, earlier this week, what were some of the emotions that that brought up and what did you... You know, what, what did you uh, think about it when you found out? Yeah, it was it was hard to, to find out about the initial car accident. And, and, you know, there was video of it. So you could see that the car that he was he was in, he was the passenger in a car that ran a red light and was struck by a bus you know, late, uh, close to around 3 a.m. in Cali, Colombia. So, uh, you know, that was difficult. And then and clearly his his condition was critical immediately. And so for the last few days, Everyone in Colombia has been following the medical reports uh, coming out of the hospital in Cali, and they were never really that promising. You know, the, the, the physicians, the chief physician there was very honest in saying that he was critical and uh, you know, severely critical at times, he would, he would say. And so I think the sort, sort of the, the memories came rushing back at that moment. And even in Colombia, a lot of the talk shows started to uh, really pay homage to Freddie Rincon during these time, during that time when he was still really clinging to life. Uh, and, you know, last night when it was made official that he had passed away, um, it was it was difficult. I think for any anyone that grew up in the '80s and '90s, uh, it remembers those teams of uh, not just the Colombian national team, but for for me, uh, you know, a, a kid that grew up in the Midwest but would go to Colombia every summer uh, and go to the soccer games in, in you know, 1990 through '98. Really, uh, you know, I witnessed those players. I saw them in person, and so they are heroes of mine. Um, you know, they are, you know, Oscar Cordova, the goalkeeper for the 94 team said last night, he was a hero that became a legend, uh, before he broke down on, you know, on live television last night. So it's been tough for that, for that generation of players and, and for people that have followed a, a player like Freddie Rincon, who, you know, isn't perhaps the star, wasn't the star of the team, but was no doubt one of the most important members of those 1990 Columbia national teams. 
Can you give people a sense that might not be familiar either with that era of soccer because they're too young or maybe not with South American soccer or those specific Colombian teams, sort of what the arc of Rincon's career was like as a player? I mean, he obviously rose high enough to play for Real Madrid. You got to be pretty good to play in Real Madrid for Real Madrid in any era, uh, regardless. Um, you know, what, what was sort of his place among those Colombian teams and what was it about those teams that kind of captured the imagination of, of the Colombian people. Well, Frederick Cohn, you know, he, there's a video that Faustino Spria tweeted just recently and it shows them at a party and, and, and Frederick Cohn is saying like, you know, I'm from the streets, like, you know, we're from the streets and, you know, he was from Buenaventura, Colombia, which is, uh, you know, not, it is poverty stricken, you know, it's a, it's, it's sort of a poor town. Uh, and, and he came from there and he was, his nickname was the Colossus. You know, he was just like a massive human being, you know, and, uh, a just nickname. a complete rock. Yeah. It's like such an awesome name, an yeah. awesome nickname. Uh, and, and he, he, I think he epitomized the, while, while that team was all about the, you know, the, what became Tiki Taka in Colombia was Toque Toque. Mm -hmm. uh, and that flair and, and the soul of Colombia, you know, I think he represented like the strength of a nation that wanted to be, uh, you know, considered among the best that wanted to, to, to show out, you know, in, in a time where South American football was dominated by, you know, Diego Maradona and, and the great players from Brazil. And in Colombia was always just like right behind them, like oh, barely missed the 86 World Cup, made it to 1990 when out of Como Bowl, like two and a half teams came out of Como Bowl. Like it was so hard to qualify for those World Cups. It was, so, it was a smaller field. I believe that was, was a 24 a, team. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So getting to the World Cup was just an incredible achievement. And, you know, he really was the rock and the strength of that team. You know, yesterday uh, in the aftermath of the Man City Atletico Madrid game, um, a lot of people were tweeting about Diego Simeone, like, oh, like he, he, they play just like he was like as a player. Uh, and I remember Diego Simeone just bouncing off of Freddie Rincon's leg when he would try to tackle him. And, wow. and so, and you're talking about one of the, the two hard men and, and Simeone would never back down to anyone, but he just could not, he couldn't handle Freddie Rincon. And so he, he really was that player. I, I see him as a player that had, the size, the strength, the intelligence, and the know-how of perhaps like a, uh, a, a Pogba. Um, but he had the speed of a sprinter and the finishing ability of a striker. And you could play him pretty much anywhere in the attack. And so he, he came from very uh, humble beginnings. And to your point, got to Europe, was one of the, was the first Colombian player to play at Real Madrid. It was a short stint, but, you know, that really proved that he was a star and that he became really reached legendary status playing for Corinthians in Brazil. He's, I think, as popular at the time as Romario was. He's, he was that big of a player wow. for that big of a club. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? 
Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Um, after his playing career ended, you know, what was his enduring legacy? What will his enduring legacy be for uh, Colombians, for, you know, people at all those clubs that he played for? You know, what what sort of... What, what does he leave behind uh, in that way? And I, I'm also curious, like, is there, are there any particular plays or goals or, or, or moments in his career that people have, you know, been really reflecting on uh, these, these last few hours? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm I mean, sure there are plenty. <laughs> I, I think the answer is the same for both questions his legacy. Yeah. And what we remember, he was a guy that scored golosos. I mean, that's what it was. Um, you know, my dad texted me today and he was like, you know, he called him like the man of the Golasos. He was like, what a shame. You know, that's how we remember him. Just at each stage of his career, you know, he was a player that could rip a hole in the net. Like he would finish with authority all the time. And, you know, I wrote to my friends today that like, he taught me as a kid how to celebrate a goal with your soul. Like when you celebrate, it's everything. Uh, and, you know, obviously the goal in the 1990 World Cup for against West Germany is 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 an unbelievable moment for Colombian football. You know, it was the biggest match in their history at the time, a stoppage time equalizer that got them to the next round. Uh, that that chemistry, that te- telepathy that he had with Carlos Valderrama on full display right there. You know, he scored two goals in the 5-0 win over Argentina in the World Cup qualifier before the 94 World Cup, just completely dominated that game physically, uh, you know, emotionally drove that team forward. And, you know, I think that's what people remember. There's a goal that perhaps our listeners don't remember, but there's a Clásico between América de Cali and Deportivo Cali in the 90s where he scored on like a thunderous back heel. You know, like Whoa. it was just like, even a back heel was just like momentous for him. And he scored a great goal in that Clásico. And, and that, that's what he represented, you know, just great goals, great moments. Well, at some point, you're going to have to send me the uh, a video link uh, for that particular thunderous back heel, which is not a term we hear very often. No, no. Uh, I'll say one I'll, more thing, Alex. Yeah. I, I, sorry to, to, to interrupt because... No, that's fine. For, for, first of all, A, yes, I'm going to send you that goal because yeah. you have to see it. That'll be um, that'll be in the show's description, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, the 5 nil win is like, his goals there are, are, are incredible too. But I thought of this as you were talking, and I the one thing that I think Freddie Rincon also represented is, you know, I hear a lot here in the States about like, you know, the, you know black kids need black heroes. We need more black heroes, you know, more, more role models. And as a Colombian, so many of my heroes were Afro-Colombian players. Like yeah. they were, they were to me, my role models, you know, they were the epitome, the elite. And he is, he represents that for so many Colombians, you know, being part of that class of that generation of players to come from where he came from, to get to the pinnacle of the sport and to inspire like an entire country, whether you're white, black, mestizo, um, you know, Colombia is just such a diverse country, you know, racially. And so he, to me, he was one of my first heroes. And I think he will always be that sort of role model for so many as well. Do you think there's anybody in the current Colombian team that could be seen as like maybe the heir to, to Rincon? Or is he the kind of player that just, 
is completely singular singular it's it's a big title and i'm putting you on the spot here but i'm no I'm but, I, but i know the answer i know the answer one because I, I don't think so i don't think there's someone that matches his profile and it's a great question because that was heavily debated a couple of nights ago on colombian television you know they were like we've produced a lot of great players since that 90s team and that 90s generation but no one like Freddie Rincon, no one that had that that profile of the speed, the power, the finishing ability, the technique. Uh, you know, this there have been a lot of players that have come up, and you know, no one has had that metal. You know, like that stomach, the the fiery chest, if you will, that Freddie Rincon had in every match. So, so no, I think he really is like a singular talent. Okay, well, that's uh, great to know and great to get some background on. On a great player, of course, rest in peace to Freddie Rincon and uh, Felipe. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks, Alex, for allowing me to talk about it. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can subscribe for $1 a month for six months by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy all the many, 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 many games this weekend, including the ones I didn't mention. And happy soccer to you all.